Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Secure AF podcast. I am your host, Donovan Farrow. So good to see you humans again. I feel like it's been a while. I have the guest here, uh, Tanner Shin. Thanks for having me. Hey, so, yeah, so we have had a few requests about different topics. Um, we do, um, at our group, deal with a lot of uh, ransomware teams and advanced persistent threat APTs uh, when it comes to companies getting breached. So a lot of people want to know kind of like, how does that actually go down? Um, are there actual real negotiations? Do you actually talk to hackers? All that cool stuff and kind of maybe some do's and don'ts. We're going to talk about some of the new stuff that's come out. Um, some good classic attacks. We're going to talk about, you know, kind of going into the future. How exactly do we how, do we plan out to protect? Like, is this, I feel like it may be a time, I'll probably ask Tanner that later, is are we winning? Are we losing? As we said in our other uh, podcast, it's kind of like a cat and mouse game. Um, the criminals get smarter, the technology gets smarter, the criminals get smarter, and that's kind of the bounce back we have for that. So uh, kind of just jumping in, um, I would like to just kind of talk about just ransomware in general. Uh, Tanner, would you like to kind of give us a top-down approach so we can have a full full reach of the audience? What exactly is an advanced persistent threat, and what does that mean for cybersecurity? Yeah, well, I would kind of separate, you know, ransomware and APT even. Um, yep. So, I mean, if we're, if we're focusing on ransomware, uh, because a lot of the times with, with an APT, you're you're talking about nation state actors. You're talking about people who are really targeting a specific business. You're talking about somebody who wants to drill down into that one target to get something. They have a yep. target. They have a goal. With ransomware, most of the time, it's shotgun approach, more like nuke from orbit approach. They're going for everything, and uh, they're okay. going to take the low hanging fruit. Now they may have some, you know, these are on our target list. We want these guys, but uh, it's definitely it seems like the majority of what they're still doing is low-hanging fruit. So um, not that they're not capable of being APTs, but I would say the majority of them are not acting in that function the majority of the time. Yeah. Oh, I would, uh, so would you say that APTs typically, you said nation state, or is it is it there a blend there? Well, yeah, it's a blend. You know, there's some that are, uh, there's even four higher APT groups uh, that have been documented uh, yeah, there's uh, there, you know North Korea, China. They all have their own APT groups. Russia has APT groups. Uh, Do we they, have they, any APT? I, I feel like we always get left out. Yeah, it's called the NSA. Uh, it's called the NSA. Now, now, now we're getting the spice. Two minutes in, let's go. <laughs> so the answer is yes, but no. Um, yeah, I've heard they're really good. Uh, that's what the Iranians are allowed to acknowledge. Uh, so I guess kind of going to that, so we have the APT, we kind of talked about that would be more, we would say more organized crime, right? And then ransomware, would you say that's kind of more of a shotgun approach on the internet? Well, no, I would still call them organized crime. Okay. Um, they're just not as, they just they just take low hanging fruit is the the real thing that that is why I'm hesitating to call them, you know, persistent threat. Like I, yeah. when I think of an APT, I think of a... Uh, you know, they're they're doing phishing campaigns, they're doing spear phishing campaigns on a target. They're scanning on a target, looking for things. Every time they stand up a new system, they're immediately checking it to see if it's not patched. They're, you know, they're they're poking their cloud stuff and they're really like, I want to target, you know, alias. If I yeah. wanted to hack alias, what would I do? I'd start Please researching don't. you, I'd start researching, 
you know, your uh, the the chief of staff, I'd start researching everybody here to try yep. to figure out who can I target. Mm-hmm. Like that's a lot of APT stuff. So would you say like, like spear phishing campaigns? Okay. But if I wanted to make money as a ransomware actor, yeah, I'd fire up you know some nuclei scripts. I'd fire up Aort and I'd start going real, real, real wide. What 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 can I exploit? New exploit drops. Cool. Can I get a working POC quickly? If I can, that's money. Fire it out. What can we do? Um, you know, take a if you can do some, you know, subdomains, if you can steal some subdomains or something like that, right? Uh, which I just did on a, on a pen test yesterday, that's still a very real thing, guys. Don't let your subdomains be taken over. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. There was also another a strange attack I heard that we had like a spear phishing, but it was like the it spoof, the uh, return from the Outlook internal address, which was kind of cool. Yeah. That was, that was pretty cool. I was like, oh, I haven't heard. That's like a super old one. It still exists. Oh, yeah, totally. It totally worked. Totally. That's fine. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. Deb. So, so. You're on a roll. I just cut yeah, you off. No, you're good. You're good. So, <laughs> so in the, so, so for, for ransomware, what I'm doing is I would, I would then just fish everybody, right? Yeah. So really, really wide fishing. If you can make a targeted one, cool. Hit everybody in the company that you can. Hit every company that you can. Yeah. Um, if you can get something like a subdomain that looks industry specific, um, let's say if I got something Vegas.com looks like a casino thing, right? My target MGM and Caesars. That's yeah. I could see someone wanting to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess when 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 we're on that note, let's uh, <laughs> yeah. So so part of that, which I thought was was uh. Pretty cool. Obviously, it's not exciting. People get if they lost their jobs, all that stuff. But the technology and the strategy against that is very intellectually exciting. Um, I guess on that note, uh, I'm sure you're aware of how it happened. Would you like to kind of explain that for the, the the audience? Sure, sure. So MGM, I think everybody listening probably knows that they got they got owned pretty hard. Uh, the uh, the actors who did it were very public about everything that happened. They said they called. They they looked up an employee on LinkedIn. They uh, pretended to be that person. Thanks, LinkedIn. Called the help desk, and after a 10-minute conversation, they were in. Uh, they We don't know exactly how. Um, I It could have been recovery questions. Yeah. Uh, it could have just been straight social engineering of, no, I need you to reset my password, and I lost my phone. I don't have two-factor. Yeah. It could have been. I guess we were assuming it was probably some type of IT personnel, I guess. I mean, I guess um, for that type of that access. They, that they impersonated? Yeah. Yeah, I believe they said okay. it was IT. Okay. Yeah, because that makes a little more sense. I was like, well, that was kind of cool to get access. But if you just like, depends on the access they have. So how did they negotiate that? So they must have had some pretty decent privilege. And I guess dual authentication, just guessing, probably was not available on that. Uh, either that or they, well, they, they bypassed it. Um, yeah. So so their next step was to get access into Okta. Nice. Um, so they they own their Octa, which was really their their biggest downfall because they kept trying to cut them off, but they had Octa. Yeah, and I'm just gonna just just to point this out. It's this totally taking the sidestep. I like Octa a lot, but holy shit, man! Like when we decided to put all of our keys in one basket, like LastPass, man, that's just it's like I get it, but it's kind of like uh, that's what I would go for. It's like, hey, they have Octa. Let's stop working everywhere else, but just break into that. That's our number one focus. Well, yeah, they're using Okta for their two-factor is uh, yep. a lot of what it is. So, That's pretty awesome. So if you own Okta and you can just kill the two-factor and you don't need to... Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. You, you bypass two-factor by clicking, dis- clicking disabled. Yeah, effectively. That's perfect. Effectively, yeah. Yeah. So I guess so from that, did uh, was it a ransomware attack? Was so, it APT? What do you think? So what they... 
the <laughs> thankfully we know because uh, they they said so they um, they started to realize that they were breached and they started to shut down systems uh, and then the actors were like hey guys yeah we got you cut it out uh, and then they begin trying <laughs> to clean up their stuff rather than working with them which is typically what I would encourage people to do but uh, they didn't do it very well then again I don't want to say they didn't do it well in a company that size with that type of infrastructure it's got to be hard. You can't pull the firewall out of the internet. Like, like there's, yeah. there's, it's complicated. It's not, it's not that simple. I was kind of surprised though, like internally that they wouldn't have that, like, again, this is probably perfect world. Donovan doesn't exist anymore, but like they got breached internally. That's fine. You figure they could have like, un- it's, it's, it's interesting to me how everything collapsed, even their machines internally. And I'm like, so if that's the case, I mean, they still had to have internet connection or they didn't have like a, a, like a dark fiber connection from building to building because their machines went down. So I guess they need internet for those to run. Well, they began shutting stuff down uh, to try and save it whenever they were scared. And So you think most of the quote air quotes damage was, was from MGM? No. Okay. So then they started trying to resume business thinking they were good, but because they had Okta, uh, they couldn't really do shit. So gotcha. they, uh, yeah, at that point, then they deployed ransomware. Awesome. Um, and yeah, for MGM didn't want to pay. It was, you know, the whole deal. Yeah. Uh, Did, do we ever figure out how much the ransomware was for? What I, the, think was, I think they said 30 million for... It's pretty cheap. For how much they do? For actually, yeah, that's that was like, what, an hour? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean... Uh, uh, they said eight eight point five a day, I think. 8.5 okay. million a day. Uh, this is what they, they make. Or... So I guess on that, like, if, if you were in their shoes and they asked for 30, if you could make that call, what would you have done? Well, I don't know. Um, it depends because at that point, the damage is lo- pretty much already done, especially publicly. Uh, so what data did they get and uh, it, how damaging is the data that yeah. they have? That's the question that needs to be made. Right. Can you function? Is there data that you don't have backups of that you have to have? Right. Uh, is there data that uh, is super, super damaging if it gets out? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it was already so public at that point yeah. that they were they were in a bad spot. So just being able to play devil's advocate just because it's interesting because people don't know what it's like to be in that situation. Let's say that we don't know what data they have potentially stolen, mm-hmm. um, but they have access and they're going to deploy ransomware unless you pay $15 million mm-hmm. and you run eight a day. What would you do? I think of the the best financial decision at that point. Well, you have to think about who you're talking to. Are they trustworthy? Everything like that. Sure. Um, it, at that point, it's probably a better decision just to do it. Yeah. Um, it, but, so I assume there's some steps before you just, because it is possible. I Believe it or not, I know the FBI tells you to not pay ever because they just, your company can collapse. Sometimes you're not in that position to let your company collapse. So this is a great, a great point. <laughs> uh, did you know that Caesars got ransomware the same week? I heard that, but I, I didn't know. They, I said there was speculation, but... Nobody really knew. So how did they, like... They paid. Oh, God. Okay. So this is uh, this is so, one example. Yeah, of, so they uh, had it So they had it forehand, and had they not have paid, that's when it became public, I would imagine. Same kind of coincidence or steps with MGM, right? Yeah. Jeez. So Caesars, uh, the, the speculation at this point, because... The actors didn't come out and say, this is exactly what we did. We don't know who it was. Yeah. Uh, but there's very strong evidence that they were breached and they did pay. What? And uh, they did not suffer any serious downtimes. They had, <laughs> they had a small downtime. So so did Caesars have any, uh, I guess, customer or data leaked? Uh, not that is known. 
Awesome. So, so that's we're... that's two that's two sides of the coin. Yeah, you have, you have, there's the the decision tree. Ninety percent of the time, I'm going to tell people like, "Nah, don't pay, don't pay, don't do it." But sometimes it's, it works out better, I guess. So sometimes it's, it's a really good example of uh, when it doesn't, when it when it you know not paying doesn't really work, and when paying does, I guess. But then again, what we don't know is uh, maybe they left their hooks inside of Caesars, and maybe Caesars didn't uh, didn't repair all the way. Again, this is speculation. I feel like none this is a Mister Robot episode. None of this is defamatory towards Caesars yeah. or MGM. This is speculation. Yeah. Um. So it's it could be possible that if they did pay and get ransomware, like people are saying, yeah. Uh, that we that they could come back. They might have some C two left in there where they've just got you know a couple of nodes scattered through, and or might... or maybe if they did in honor, which you know honor amongst thieves, we'll see. Uh, they did. They did remove. They could still have a some type of hook that yep. they just just didn't uninstall or something, and someone else could grab that. Right? That's totally possible. Mm-hmm. That has happened. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. With modern C twos, it's a it's a lot harder to to have that happen. Yeah. Uh, back in the day, that was a fairly common thing. Yeah. For for someone to be using something, uh, you know, some of the older older Trojans. I hesitate to even call it a C two, but they were <laughs> basically pre C two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but some of those, those older ones, it, people would leave them default settings and they would just connect to whatever. Yeah. I remember spinning those up back in the day and you would, you would fire the default settings on it yeah. and you would see all kinds of stuff start populating whenever you would just like scan for IPs. And yeah. It was just like, well, what is this? Because people would just start infecting stuff without changing anything. Yeah. And just, it was, uh, it's funny you say that I'm, I'm, I'm that technically old, which is when I started testing at my house in my home lab yes with netbus yeah and i was like oh everything is port one two three four this is hilarious yeah. it's it still exists i remember seeing that <laughs> with netbus sub seven sub seven Orifice, uh, uh, shout out cult of the dead cow you guys still rock yep no doubt and that's awesome so um so kind of going through that's a good good observation so on uh we mgm's pretty pretty loud about that caesar's so can you explain to the audience, well, how did that happen? How did, how do you even pay ransomware? So they got ransomware or the threat of, we don't really know the details of it, but how did, how do you do that? Like you just promissory note, maybe they got some free players cards or something. <laughs> players well, points. You know, they, they, they could, it's possible. <laughs> I would have asked for it, would never used it, but you know, they, they, you know, being that they are a casino, which is effectively a financial institution, they could have had some, some other ways that we don't know about. Yeah. But I'll talk about typically how it goes. Um, so usually you, you know, your your first poor soul in the help desk comes in early before anybody else and they start having their phone blow up about how nothing works. I can't access files on the share. The share is broken. Email's broken. The internet is broken. The internet's down. The internet is down. <laughs> the moon fell out of the sky. That's right. Um, but, you know, they start. And then, of course, that takes a while, usually a, an hour or so to start getting blown up to... Level two, IT admins, whoever. Yep. And then usually it takes too long. It's usually a couple of hours before people are like, we all have these readme files on our desktop. What is this? Um, that's, of course, how you know, yeah, yeah, you're ransomware. Uh, that's that's the telltale sign. Most most of the actors still do that. Leaving love letters. Yeah. So it'll read me. You've been ransomware by so-and-so. That's another thing. Um, tangent. Come back. Tangent. Whenever uh. people... Uh, spend so long trying to figure out who ransomware them. What are the what are the the IOT? What are the IOCs that we have? How can we tell that they compromised? Does this match up with this actor? Yeah. Read the damn read me. 
99% of the time, it will say who it was and they will tell you where to go. We have had a few of those occasions where they assumed who it was and they were 100% incorrect. Yeah. And I don't know why that happened, but you're right. Like, we just need the ransom files. Like, oh, we don't have any more because we deleted. I'm like, what? That's how I start no. looking for IOCs most of the time. Yeah. Because I, I look at the ransom file and then from there I check IOCs to see if it matches and that's really them. Right. Uh, so far, 100% of the time it has been. Typically. I mean, also people <laughs> aren't aware is you can, even if you had, there are some IOCs you're talking about, um, just even IP addresses that are available. Are you seeing data go to these IPs? Check the firewall. Yes or no. And it and again, in the readme file is kind of where it's at. So don't delete it. It's, it's You're already owned anyway. Just yeah. please don't, because we've had customers. Well, don't modify anything. Don't, don't do mod- anything. Well, yeah, don't, because we've had people just, uh, once they found out they get ransomware, they start just deleting everything. And like, I don't know, trying to, it's it's the, uh, what is it? They're in the the denial phase. Well, they're trying to clean it like it's a virus on Windows XP. Yeah. Right click. Uh, Does that not work? Yeah. So, yeah, don't touch anything. It's a forensic investigation. Okay, right. but let's let's Sorry. let's come back. Uh, keep keep myself on track. Yeah. So, so, how do we pay for that? How do you, how how does that communication even work? So, the ransomware note will say, "Come talk to us here." They'll give you a link where you can go on XMPP or Talks and talk to them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they just give you a crypto wallet, kind of the older method of doing it. Yeah. Hey, here's the crypto wallet. Come transfer your funds here. So it's like a oh, tour webpage? Uh, usually, okay. yes. Usually it'll be a tour webpage and it'll, like I said, it'll talk through XMPP chat where you can talk to them. Um, and then, you know, you'll have like, let's use Lockbit for an example because those guys are those guys are great minus being criminals, but they're, they, they're pretty the, cool. Appreciate the intellectual uh, battle they have. Yeah, absolutely. Don't they're, appreciate they're, their crime. They're They're pretty cool. Um, they, they are, they don't, they don't target, you know, hospitals or anything that's bad. And like, you know, they, the, whenever a hospital got ransomware, they helped them to recover and like, they've, they've done some cool stuff, but, uh, they still are criminals at the end of the day. So, <laughs> you know, as a, as a, as a hacker, I'm like, yeah. I'm conflicted. I, I'm I, like, you're a scumbag, but I also like, I you. appreciate your scumbaggy <laughs> art. You're, you're a beautiful, ugly person. Thank you for all your efforts. Basically. That's, Anyways. So, so, you, so, so it's so, like a webpage, like generic. So yeah, you fire up tour, yeah. you browse to their tour site and, uh, on Lockbit's site, they have FAQs, they have a wiki, they have, here's how you pay, here's how you do this stuff. If there's anything broken from, so, so they, uh, you can get in their chat, you talk to their people and they say, you know, here's how much it costs. Um, with smaller ransomware groups, you can usually negotiate and we can talk about negotiating more. Yeah. A lot of these bigger ones, they're a corporation. These guys are showing up in an office and punching a clock. Like, I mean, yep. they're, they're, they're not going to deviate from their policy. Their policy might say under X circumstances, you can negotiate X amount. Uh, and a lot of them, the way they do it is they'll say you can negotiate up to this percentage. Um, you can, uh, look at if you get their insurance policy, things change. You target how much their insurance policy pays. So if you're talking to them and they say, "We know you have X insurance. We know they pay this. You're screwed. That's what you have to pay." They're not six, going to budge. Six million dollars. If that's what it pays out. So typically a decent standard. These I would say this year that's happened a ton. Yeah. So uh, just again, just kind of wrapping up for the audience, like we're literally talking about going on tour. So that's if people aren't aware of that. That's the onion. It's, quote, the dark web, fingers quotes, whatever you want to call it. And it's a link to an encrypted web page with an encrypted chat to actual attackers. Um, probably not the front end, like, I'll call them the technical. These are like the help desk people you're talking to. Yes. So you are able, you have a, probably an intellectual advantage. Sometimes they're unaware of what exactly they have access to. Um, not all the time, sometime. 
And I was give one of my examples that we, you know, you, when I jump on, it says, hey, you've activated this whatnot. Um, you've activated this whatnot. And um, and uh, so it starts kind of the conversation automatically. And then they says, hey, we have compromised 15 servers. Each one will cost you a million bucks or whatever the going rate is at that time. And at that point, you can start chatting with them. Have you, I know you have, but like, tell me about that in exchange. How does that work? Yeah, so uh, on on negotiating like that type of thing, uh, a lot of the times you'll say, uh, you know, they'll they'll start off and they'll they kind of give information to prove it's them. Usually, hey, we have access to X amount of your devices. We have this domain. Mm-hmm. We have traffic coming from these sites. If you have multiple sites, um, you know, and they'll just make sure that you know, like, hey, we've got everything. Yeah. Um, sometimes they don't, uh, more often than not, they do because usually people just, they get a domain admin and they pushed out through the domain. Everything's domain joined. Right. A lot of the times, kind of on a side, I'm good at those today. What, uh, a lot of the times what we see is non-domain joined stuff is not touched, which is always interesting to see. Uh, but anyways, they'll, uh, they'll push out through the domain. They'll, they'll hit everything there and, uh, yeah, they'll let you know what they have. Uh, so sometimes you can yeah. use that to your advantage and yeah. go, hey. So, so I, I know where you're going, but like, so what if I'm just like an IT guy and have you ever, well, I'm, I've seen an instance and I'll ask a question, is where before you start just going full bore into it and you, we got to get the machines back on, I'm talking to a tech group from like one to five. Let's say they want to pay it. Before you pay it, you make sure you validate it because we work for, has a few that they were, yes. I will even call them, poser ransomware teams yeah that it appeared that you were ransomware fingers quote and you actually weren't which is insane that somebody would pay that because stuff was just they just kind of broke some things oh, so yeah. nothing was ran- encrypted the, mass change the file extension for everything where it broke all they, the files boom and you just had to mass change file extension back. yeah right and then the other one that was, was about validating it like how do you if 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 like so that's something we've done a lot it used to work better than it does now because they've really caught on um but but a lot of the times what you could do is you could say hey i need to validate that you can decrypt this file uh-huh. um you say hey i'm going to send you a file i have to make sure you decrypt your works and a lot of the times you could send them something that's low-key kind of important yeah uh, that you need send them any kind of spreadsheet that you need uh as long as it's not obvious that you need it because they might tell you no uh but then they would decrypt it send it back for proof yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, that's that's always good. And I've even extorted that a little bit where I've said, hey, this file's still broken. How do I like this file clearly doesn't work? And they say, no, it works fine. And I say, look, here's another file. Prove it on this one. And I've gotten that up to like three different files to yeah. get some important spreadsheets back. Yeah, that they and, needed to help uh, continue or, or running even running payroll was a hook yeah. for one of those. Um, so you can use that to your advantage as well. Back in the day. Now, let me yeah. tell you how Lockbit does it. <laughs> Go ahead. We'll use them as an example for a lot. So uh, they have a, a web page that you upload to and it will decrypt. You upload, they give you a key that's basically your customer ID. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, you plug in your customer ID and uh, they will, it will decrypt for you. It will say, here's your decryption. Um, and it only does very small files. So you can't send. So it has a limit on it. Very yeah. small. Okay. Very small. Okay. Uh, it's, ba- it's really just example files to make, to prove that it works. Yeah. Um, and it, it always does with, with those guys, I'm sure. But, um, yeah. And also I was, there was the comp, the group I did out of Brazil, which was very strange. And that was the one that was like, you remember you worked on that one too. It was like a thousand bucks. 
Yes. <laughs> So that was, I don't know if that was like some weird copycat, but as soon as I saw it with a thousand bucks, I was like, pay it, pay all of it. And that, by the way, that's very rare. I would say that's the first time I've seen, I think that was the lowest ransomware I've seen in my entire career. Don't know what that was about, but, but And they didn't funny. have backups. The and company didn't have, they didn't have backups. And, and it won. was like, dude, it's a thousand dollars. Take that gamble. See if they can get you your files. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. So, so you said on there, we can. Talk to them. What other, so you had the web page we talked about. I'm just being generic for the crowd. What other other avenues that they, they chat or is that mm-hmm. typically how it works? Yeah, some of them will uh, tell you to join a Telegram. Uh, but I'm seeing much, much more of the XMPP talks, chat stuff. Uh, some people, I think I've even seen Signal used, which is pretty strange because it's like, eh, it's your mobile phone and stuff. Like people don't like that. Right. Uh, Telegram is pretty popular still, uh, but I think more often than not, they're on a tour site where you can use their XMPP. Is is Telegram, is that authenticated just through like an email address? Is that your your key? I know uh, Signal is like... You can set it up with, uh, I think you can do logins or you can, adjo- you, you can associate those to a phone number or an email. Okay. Uh, I didn't know if you knew. You could just be like, I don't know. That's I fine. use the crap on a Telegram. But I'm not really I'm trying to remember on the setup. It's been a minute since okay. I actually like set up an account. Gotcha. Fair enough. Okay, so kind of recapping. So we got defining APT and ransomware. Talked about different attacks. Talked about negotiations. Um, like kind of some tactics around that. We talked about maybe getting some some free work out of them, depending on who the attacker is. If you can get some files back, which you said also fake ransomware. Um, we talked. We haven't talked about like um, if you. If you do agree and you're someone wants to pay this, like, how do you pay them? And how easy is it to get a, a $5 million in Bitcoin? Not. So a lot of the bigger ones have brokers that you can work through now. Um, so if you use any of the the bigger ones, if you're using Clop or Lockbit or whoever, that's a, a notable large ransomware group. Uh-huh. They will hook you up with brokers to help facilitate transactions. That is so kind of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, it's 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 amazing working with those guys. Like it's it's they have better customer support than half of the companies I've worked with in my general day to day life. Yeah, like they're they're on the ball. They are professional acting, which is hilarious for criminals. It's it's a really wild thing to see your first few times. I've never been verbally assaulted by them ever. Oh, I have. Not not like the professional ones, but yeah, no, we would talk absolute massive crap. Yeah. So like, yeah, whenever we were trying to negotiate, I feel like a year and a half ago, it was pretty hot. Like, yeah, was, that, I feel like that was the what I call the splinter from uh, Conti. I feel like yeah. oh, there was like Conti, and then they splintered, and a whole bunch of noobs started ransomware, and those were the not professionals. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and uh, even back before that, there were ones that were you know they just tell you email me on this random Gmail address. And you're like, okay. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, we would talk massive crap back and forth where I would be like, you're, you know, they would use that as a negotiation where I would start saying, you guys are clearly amateurs. You didn't even do X, Y, Z. I was able to do this. Did you even change the padding on your decryptor? And like, you know, just, I would talk massive crap to them and, and we would, they would, they would definitely return it. And I learned a lot of, uh, Russian cursing. <laughs> so, interesting. Uh, yeah, no, that's, it's a pretty interesting world. So I, again, it's always important if you guys do you know, fortunately get ransomware, just taking, just doing some key points for move on some next topics is make sure you do read the readme. I know that's like you admitting you got owned and it's pretty terrifying and you're literally everyone's screaming your face because the internet's down. That doesn't help anything. 
Uh, I always say take a deep breath, breathe, and start top to bottom. Who is it? What do they want? Do they actually, are we actually breached? Start there because a lot of people will race to step number eight as opposed to going through that. And that's a lot easier said than done. We're, we're kind of, we're kind of jaded by that these days. Mm -hmm. We come in and everyone's like screaming and upset. And most of the time you guys are, have already been working, I don't know, a week on it. Yeah. And you're like, we should call alias. I'm like, and you call us every Friday afternoon for the record, maybe because you guys are done and you've realized you haven't slept for many a days. So just kind of take that back. And, and this is a little sidestep is, you know, make sure before this happens, always prepare, even I would say a tabletop exercise going through that emotional roller coaster, super important when it comes to a ransomware exercise. Yeah. Um, Your playbooks, have your IR playbooks, have your policies, everything ready to go. Do a tabletop to verify those because that's what a tabletop is for. So you're right. You do, you do your patching. How do you verify your patching? You do a bone scan. Yeah. That's how you verify your patching process. How do you know you got everything? You do a pen test. Cool. Now, how do you do IR policy? Well, first off, you write your policy and then you have somebody audit the policy, make sure it's all good. And then you do your tabletop. It's very much the same thing on the GRC side. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I would say that's one of the, I feel like the world is getting there and, and learning more about that. But I think it's that last tabletop exercise of what they need. Um, it's, it's our favorite part is again, kind of stepping aside for the, we're continuing about ransomware is, okay, so we do have a ransomware. We're a company, I don't know, we'll just say what we make, you know, a million bucks a day and the ransomware team wants $5 million to fully restore the environment. What are we doing? And that should be in there. Are we paying or who makes that decision? And if we are paying, how does that translate to insurance? Has anyone even deviated any of that? And also, if you do get breached, who are you going to call? Are you going to take care of it? Maybe you have the staff that can do that. Maybe they're trained for that. Or maybe you need a third party to come in and help you facilitate that, that may work more of these in, in their career. Mm-hmm. So just want to talk about that. So tabletop exercise, something super important. I guess kind of going back to ransomware, is there anything kind of new and leading techniques you've seen kind of coming out that um, the audience should be looking for or you think is, are, is going to make the news? Soon. Uh, one thing that I thought was super interesting going back to the readme files actually is I have seen an exe and an HTML file readme in the last six months. Uh, and they have both been reinfections. Like they have both actually had malware. That's super rude. Yes, it is. Most, <laughs> most readmes are text files for those of you who are, uh, who are fortunate enough to not be aware. Yeah. Uh, that's but, pretty wild. Yeah. HTML, that's that's super funny. Yeah. So I I was my my big conspiracy for the future, which I think is, I think it's going to happen. Is like everyone's. How would people utilize? I got to do the 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 official. How are people going to utilize Chat GPT when it comes to <laughs> utilizing ransomware? If well, you if you could do it, what would you do? There you go. Well, they've put some really good protections in. It's getting harder and harder every day to make Chat GPT do what you want. Whenever you're a hacker. Uh, you know, it, it gets to the point where, you know, as just doing security research and stuff, I use it a lot and it's gotten to a point where I'm like not hardly using it because they have so, it's, a, it's such a nanny now. It doesn't want you to do all right. the things. Uh, thankfully there are things like worm GPT and, uh, I think, what is it called? Evil GPT or something like that. I, but I haven't heard of that, but yeah, whatever worm GPT came out, they were like, we are for cybercrime. <laughs> <laughs> and they have since backpedaled and they're like, we're for security research. 
Wow. But uh, yeah, okay. it was funny whenever that wow. first came out. It still it still gives examples of like, write me a phishing email that does X, Y, Z. And they're like, like this is their examples. <laughs> um, so they're- That's great. They're, yeah, I haven't used it yet. I would love to get a subscription. Do you think that that type of uh, intellectual tech, uh, I guess, reach and having that, that, I mean, you talk about building that from scratch from something, you know, that takes many years of experience and actually to make it be successful, that takes some time. Do you think that 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 will increase crimin criminals these days? Do you think that that thing could scale up, or do you is that just you know people are just kind of worried about it? Because I've heard people worried about it, and I haven't seen it yet. But I'll just kind of get your opinion. No, I don't think that a lot of it because all all ChatGPT does is look through internet or any large language model. I don't want to say ChatGPT any any large language model. Uh-huh. It looks through uh, basically a big archive of I know these things from the internet. Yeah. If it's already on the internet, it's already data people can find. Yeah. It's basically a really good search engine that summarizes really well. Okay. So it's nothing that you couldn't already find. I don't think that it's going to, it might, it might speed things up. It'll definitely change some things, but I don't think that there's going to be many people who are capable of making and pushing out ransomware and such that are going to do it with GPT that wouldn't before. Gotcha. Okay. That's my personal opinion. I could be wrong. Okay. Well, uh, kind of, we've kind of went through the, the scale of a ransomware, readme file, identifying tac- attackers, negotiating, um, what to do, what not to do. Um, a little bit outside in the chat GPT. Is there any other thing you want to highlight or last topics? I think that pretty much covers everything I had in my mind. Yeah, same. So, um, again, just... On the ransomware stuff, I like to always uh, address the audience, you know, if you do get ransomware, you know, it is always important, again, to pause and even reach out to people, uh, whether that's us or some other other company, uh, because that can be what those initial moves can dictate on how the rest of the engagement's going to go. Um, so always maybe get some help, even just reaching out a phone call to people. That sounds silly, but like, and it is embarrassing. I get it. No one wants to do that, that, that walk of shame because air quotes you weren't secure enough or you're not good enough as an IT person. Again, you're dealing with people that do this for a living. So recognize the attacker and get yourself some help before you make the wrong decision. And it could uh, potentially take down your company forever. It's not as embarrassing as being down for four weeks and then getting fired. Yes. And and they made you work that whole month and like, yeah. hey, you're, you're, you're an idiot. You have to go. So, uh, and again, one of my always jokes is once you get ransomware, step one, print your resume. Just kidding. Just make a phone call. But like, you know, that's how that's I'm telling you, like, that's how kind of scary these going to be is because sometimes people do lose their job because and they, sometimes it wasn't even their fault. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we know some of the other people that I'd really love to throw them under the bus, but I won't call them out. Good. So uh, <laughs> <clears throat> so it can happen. Um, it's really tough to uh, to defend against zero days. Uh, typically impossible. But if you have a plan, you can at least say, hey. This was an impossible attack. It's just like you can have a house that you lock your doors, you lock your windows, you even have blinds or whatever. You have an alarm system and they just ran into your house with a tank. Right. So, oh, we didn't plan for tank, but so that's your zero day. So how do we plan for tank? You you can't always plan for everything, but you can have a plan in place if this zero day tank happens. Um, We have these policies. We've already walked through it in a team. We've all agreed this is the best steps we're going to do. We're all on the same page. It's a really good exercise, plus it's a good CO, uh, CYA for your job. Yeah, for sure. So just kind of wrapping up here. I uh, hope that was super informative for the for the audience today. It's so good to see and chat with you guys again. 
Uh, we do get requests sometimes. So if you have some other topics uh, we can talk about, please let me know. It's great to see you guys again. And thank you for listening to Secure AF Podcast. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.